ओके सो हाय प्रवीण हाउ आर यू डूइंग हाय पृथ्वी आई एम डूइंग गुड हाउ आर यू ग्रेट आई एम डूइंग ग्रेट एंड आई वांट टू थैंक यू सो मच फॉर डूइंग दिस पॉडकास्ट फॉर एग्रीइंग टू दिस पॉडकास्ट I know how busy you are, and still you took out some time and uh, agreed to do this. <laughs> oh no, I think I should thank you. Uh, first of all, I think thanks for having me here. I am definitely super excited. Uh, okay. Thank you. Uh, nice. I'm. Yeah, I think this is definitely a great initiative. Uh, yeah. I look forward for sharing my experiences, but I'll also be a follower of this podcast. I'll I'll like to hear more stories. Yeah. So, uh, Praveen, let's start off like uh, just tell us like uh, what you're doing now. Like, uh, where are you working? Uh, what are you doing? I mean, what's your work? And uh, just a brief about that. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, I work for this organization called Zenoti. Uh, so, uh-huh. it's it's a SaaS uh, company, uh, software okay. as a as a service. Uh, so, mm-hmm. this is into wellness and uh, you know health uh, sort of a vertical. Uh, okay. so i work as a program manager here uh, okay. so in a in a department called customer experience oh, uh, so CX. basically that's called cx right yeah, yeah that's okay uh, so coming to my role uh, so basically uh, i am kind of in charge of looking at uh, how do we enhance the customer experience mm-hmm. uh, specifically focusing on uh, so you know like in a typical uh, saas industry right so if i have to give you some high level details uh okay. you know as a company you identify who is who is your client you know there is a sales mm-hmm. team that goes and talks to them does negotiations and all of that okay. uh, then followed by that you know there are a lot of teams that will integrate the client into your ecosystem so they mm-hmm. they onboard you so then there are you know you have teams which which are focusing on success of that client and you know, there is a support team and all of that so my role right. is, is to kind of oversee all of these functions and see what okay. is the journey of the customer so how are we right. identifying folks how are we onboarding and what's their experience so my job okay. is to identify what are the touch points we have with the customers and right. how are they feeling about it uh, you know what is okay. the chance that uh, you might lose this customer in some time right so we i am kind of constantly identifying these sentiment you know, we call it as sentiment analysis right so i keep looking at what are the customer sentiments i mean uh, uh, how they are like how they are Uh, probably feeling right. Uh, the the minute they are entering into your product, how they are probably you are evaluating their feelings, right? You are evaluating exactly. how they are responding. Exactly correct. So I'll I'll maybe walk you through a, quick, a simple example so that you know all of all yeah. of our audience also understand. So let's right. take an example of an internet connection, right? Let's say you know you have called her Airtel uh, for a new yes. connection, and there's a yes. sales guy who calls you up and says that you know hey by tomorrow we'll come and install. now right. let's suppose two conditions uh, two things might happen right so one mm-hmm. is he will come tomorrow and get the service installed so which is a good experience for you but right. he doesn't show up tomorrow so he says mm-hmm. i would come next day and he postpones it multiple times so okay. after a week he turns up also you may feel okay because i mean it's not still a great experience right so like like that so okay. any time there is a customer who is interacting with zenoti i would look at like what are these touch points like you know, are we uh, you know setting up the right expectations and are we meeting them and what's okay. happening if we don't meet and if it happens okay. multiple times what are the chances that you know this customer would switch to somebody else so that's okay. that's one focus area that i'm looking at and okay. since this is a startup i'm also looking at the employee experience mm-hmm. you know, how do you hire talent and how do you develop them and how do you set up them for success okay. so these are the two two key key areas that i'm looking at and i am and this role is actually looking at the entire organization so we are about 1000 people uh, folks organization 
straight from the first level of employee till almost the ceos everybody so i'm looking at the employee journeys of everybody okay uh, okay so these are the two verticals that i'm currently looking at uh, and nice. it's been just a month that i've joined here okay nice so that's a new job for you um, i mean uh, yep. that's great i mean so uh, praveen i understand that you you did your bsc from biotechnology uh, right yep that's correct so i uh, it's just you know unprecedented like you you were a bsc in biotechnology and now you're working in a saas so how did this happen i mean uh, what 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 was the uh let's say motivation behind this transformation how did how did it yeah so i'll give you uh, maybe quick background of my overall education so that you know you can connect yeah. some of those dots right yeah. so so coming to my education i have actually studied in a very small town uh, okay in a remote uh, part of telangana uh, okay uh, so i have studied there till my plus 2 uh, so i was okay. i was a science student in my plus 1 and like 11th and 12th Mm-hmm. So then I had, of course, like you know, limited opportunities. Either I would uh, I would look for something into medicine, uh, that's MBBS and all of that stream, or okay. I would switch it to something else. Right. So I mm-hmm. I was definitely not not a good student. I had okay. multiple backlogs in my eleventh and twelfth. So I okay. thought let me choose something which which is little easy for me to clear and go mm-hmm. to uh, no Hyderabad and get exposed to what's happening. Right. I was in a small town. Okay. So that's how I landed to Hyderabad. So well, many, uh, yeah. just sorry to interrupt. So that small town is called as Tandu, right? You, yeah, you it's, and it's, it's a pretty famous uh, name. I mean, they're very famous for the stones uh, in the real estate industry. So correct. Yeah, so there is a lot of underground mining that happens. Uh, so the okay. stone that's extracted uh, is transported uh, across the world. Uh, so okay. So it's, okay. it's a purely business uh, setup area. So education okay. is is absolutely poor. Nobody would would actually go to school. Like at least ten years back, I'm talking about. Okay. So, uh, folks like by the time they complete their their tenth, they would start working mm-hmm. in these mines. Okay. So that way, I think the quality of education, I would say, it was just uh, no, just sometimes not that at par with the metros. Correct. Let's correct. Say. Yeah, okay. I mean, I have I keep telling my friends like you know I have studied in a school which was labeled as an English medium, but my English oh. teacher hardly knew English. <laughs> So okay. this is how okay. I, I tell about my journey to a lot of folks who asked me like you know how did you right. learn English right and frankly right. till twelfth I never I've never spoken in English I was purely okay. purely speaking Telugu and Hindi oh. I had absolutely no idea about English I mean somehow okay. I was I was getting I mean I was clearing my exams uh-huh. uh, but if somebody asked me to speak uh, I would I would just not get any word in my mouth okay so that okay. that was kind of the situation. Uh, and maybe maybe I'm stepping back so that's how I came to Hyderabad to do mm-hmm. my graduation okay. and I started hunting colleges and since the course I wanted to take was was like BSc chemistry biochemistry technology biotechnology okay which was definitely like you know every college had too many seats and there were no folks so I okay. could join this college called Arora which was which is a pretty famous college in Hyderabad okay uh, so uh, if you, I mean if you have to join for a BCom it is it is a real deal Oh. Science nobody would join, uh, so okay. that's how I could join with with some sixty percent marks. Uh, so okay. that's how I entered there. Okay. Uh, so when I have joined, uh, again one one more funny story. Uh, mm-hmm. So on day one of my degree college, uh, yeah. you know, this lecturer comes up to my class and he says, uh, "No welcome students uh, and all of that." You know, the, the typical intro, all of that happens. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. College and all yeah. of that. Okay. And immediately he asks everybody like you know he said like all the ninety percent marks in twelfth, uh, please stand up. 
okay so most of the class uh, stood uh, uh-huh. everybody was standing and they were doing their intros okay. then he said all the 80s get up then again okay. a bunch of folks were were standing then he said okay. 70s again uh-huh. a lot of folks and after that he did not call out he said oh. who are the remaining folks <laughs> it okay. was me and my friend both of us who were in the okay. 60s or like 50s range uh-huh. so it was it was uh, i would say like very uh, like it was a class of 50 60 people and we were just right. two folks who were less than 60% mm-hmm. and it was a uh, i don't know uh, i did not uh, really felt good about that yes i thought okay. maybe you know it, it was a very different situation uh, i but again what i've decided on that day is to is to become the best but by not mm-hmm. with my marks right. so from that day i think i was very much focused on how do i get exposed to multiple things how do i understand the city uh, or so the culture and all of that probably that was the moment where it like pushed you uh, you know yeah. like you want to do much bigger things okay correct yeah so that was the starting point uh, for mm-hmm. me again like from there on i started looking at everything little differently like you know uh, okay my father told me like you know stay in a hostel uh, somewhere near college but i have okay. i've chosen to stay outside the city like which was 20 kilometers away i oh. wanted to travel every day from there to my college so that you know i could explore the area while i'm coming okay to every day that's a pretty you know very different uh, uh, way to approach i mean uh, very rarely people would opt for that <laughs> yeah and my plan was every 6 months i wanted to change my area so that way oh. like by end of 3 years i stayed across the city so i know okay. each and every corner of the city so my idea okay. was only to travel and see what is there on the road uh, okay. is there an educational okay. institute there is uh, xyz things right mm-hmm. i didn't know how it would be helpful but i just mm-hmm. knew that i wanted to do this i wanted to know the city better than the folks who are born and brought up in the city okay and, if i have to look back after my degree right you know mm-hmm. after 3 years i was the only guy who knew every everything in the city uh, more than what the natives of hyderabad would, would knew right so okay. that's sort of the thing i got i mean i really didn't know what was the benefit of that but i thought yeah. i want to be different i want to do something like this so probably that was the first transformation like you you went from an outsider to a insider right you became an insider of city correct in a way yeah Uh, and maybe some some more funny stories there, right? Like you know, of course, like I was not good in English. I barely understood English. If somebody speaks mm-hmm. fast, I would I wouldn't even understand what they are saying. So either okay. I would write that word somewhere, you know, uh, by just using my pen, I used to write on my hand and go home and see what does this mean. Okay. So so while I was traveling, like you know, from this this other part of the city to mm-hmm. the college, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I observed is like there are a lot of cars, lot of uh, bikes going on. I thought maybe why don't I just start researching about each of these words? Like okay. let's say there is a Corolla car that goes. Uh-huh. Okay. I wanted to know why was this named like this. Oh. So okay. From there on, I started writing these words and understood okay why was this named like this. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of significant things like you know I, when I saw Swift for the first time, I understood that it's it's named after a bird. Then when I saw okay. Corolla, Corolla okay. is a part of a leaf or a or a flower. Which is which is which represents length. So Corolla is a long car, so they have named it as Corolla because it's, it's it it shows that you no know, length. Length, something like okay. Yeah, something like that. I mean, I didn't know until <laughs> until this moment, like you know, you told me. <laughs> nice, okay. So I think so that's how my journey began. I would say. I mean, I wouldn't tell like lot of <laughs> these stories, but uh, okay. a lot of these things. This is how I I started speaking English. Uh, mm-hmm. So after my first year of college, you know, there was an opportunity, you know, to elect the call class representative. Okay. So I said I want to do this. 
uh, and mm-hmm. nobody came up because they thought marks were very important i thought okay, okay. i don't want to do marks but i want to ex- get exposed i want to learn more about the city the right. culture things and mm-hmm. all of that So second year, I've I've uh, you know uh, put nominations for this. Uh, you know, I stood for a college captain. So, uh, Praveen, just just to yeah. uh, you know, uh, again, like uh, so, what I understand is you wanted to, uh, in, you know, involve yourself with more people, more more culture. So does that mean like until college, uh, were you sort of a loner, or like were you not, uh, let's say, uh, talking to so many people, or were you a little uh, introvert, or? were you trying to change that image when you came came to hyderabad or was that the motivation like why uh, all of a sudden yeah. that yeah i think uh, two things uh, there were like one i wanted to learn english and i mm-hmm. felt it would only happen if i am with people who speak lot right. of english and i keep listening to them okay then do i mean okay. i mean that's why right? like you know if i am a college captain i would i would have to talk to people mm-hmm. now that's how i will be more of like you know uh, activity driven sort of a learning i would say you know i wanted okay. to do something be part of right. it and learn through right. it you know instead okay. of joining a course or a you know english sort of yeah, yeah. training centers right so so that yes. was one motive definitely and second i wanted okay. to prove people that you know even without marks you can achieve anything in life right so right this was always there in my head i always thought i was better than lot of people but my marks were not representing that for some reason right. <laughs> uh, okay okay so every time i would write write an answer it was it was very different but mm-hmm. most of the times what used to happen is like you know lecturers prefer to see a bookish answer right? so i could never make that up on paper okay so i would really okay. pass you know those were couple of reasons i would say why i was right. trying to identify new opportunities to indulge in right okay so back to your being cr yeah yeah so uh, second year they said you know you don't speak good english so we can't make you a captain they said okay we'll make you vice captain so i okay. thought something is better than nothing True. So, so I took up that opportunity, uh, and mm-hmm. soon, like my captain became so busy in studies, so he said, mm-hmm. "I can't handle this. Why don't you just do everything?" Uh, oh. So that's how I kind of took over the ownership. Then nice. I started doing lot of activities. You know, to my mm-hmm. college, there used to be almost every day there used to be a you know a news channel, think, uh, mm-hmm. uh, doing some interviews uh, like TV Nine. You know, if you know Telangana. Mm-hmm. Uh, So, like a lot of these channels used to come to my college, and I used to be like that person, you know, coordinate oh. the event. Uh, so you were like the single point of contact for these uh, TV news guys to you know from your college, right? Correct, correct. That so that's have been a great exposure, yeah. Yeah. So I used to attend a lot of these events. I used to go to these media houses uh, uh-huh. for giving interviews. I mean, of course, that was in Telugu, so I could somehow manage uh, because these okay. were local uh, news channels, right? So I used to go there, attend them. Uh, uh-huh. Then again, I started more getting into these college fest, tech fest, and all that. So I was mm-hmm. started. I started setting up those events for my college. Okay. Uh, so second year was mostly into this. So I was just attending lot of these events, trying mm-hmm. to get more exposure. Uh, okay. So during second year itself, then I I kind of uh, set up some college level activities like initial uh, events, uh, tech fest, management fest, things like that. Okay. So when I after second year again I had backlogs in my first year and second year also in both the years okay. when I was doing all okay. of this and I was of course the last guy in my uh, my class or my entire science department. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, not the last, but at least I would say like the bottom five. Okay. So so again we went we went into third year. I mean during this this part I was also involved in campus placement. So I was again as a captain. People said like you know you have to be front ending some of these activities. So you should be oh. talking to all those campus recruitment guys whenever they are in the campus. Okay. So 
so when i was in second year i was doing lot of these drives for my seniors who were in third year okay uh, so let's say if amazon comes i would be their first point of contact after my oh. you know campus uh, placement coordinator right the, the lecture right. sort of so i was like, behind it they're called as training and placement coordinators or training right. and placement uh, team yeah for every yeah. college there is this thing yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah so then i used to attend i mean you know set up these events maybe you know somehow mm-hmm. understand what was going on so i kind okay. of knew okay this is what people are actually asking folks and this is okay. how they test so i understood this part so then i started preparing for those so in second year like uh, of course like i was not from hyderabad so typically what folks do is during summer holidays they go back to their city right i thought mm-hmm. i will not do that i would okay. possibly focus on learning more english uh, you know trying to become more of i mean i'm still an introvert today at least back then i wanted to become that extrovert very socially right uh, do that so okay. during summer holidays what i thought is maybe you know i will just learn english whatever it is and i was just mm-hmm. putting on all my strategies how do i do this right uh, and of course like lot of people told me that you should read newspaper which i thought this mm-hmm. is nonsense like oh, that's yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's the first advice uh, which we get from folks yes. if we are yeah. learning english we need to you know mm-hmm. read newspapers yeah correct but that's a very uh, let's say a lengthy process to learn i mean there's no better way to learn english faster than to speak to folks like even if it's a broken mm-hmm. english even if it's a any sort of english just speak more and you learn very fast correct yeah so so uh, in summer holidays what i did was there was this government institution called uh, gnit uh, i think it was okay. sponsored by government of india uh, for mm-hmm. for uh, lower middle class sort of you know segment of people again i should not be calling out that but okay. you know to really serve the people who cannot afford to go to a fancy uh, you know training institute to learn any skills mm-hmm. so it was right. like 500 rupees per month so i thought okay i mean of, of course i was also coming from a smaller family like lower middle class right. family So I thought, okay, let me just spend spend five hundred rupees and join a call center training. So I've joined for a call center training there, okay. where these guys would teach you some English, like you know how do you attend calls and all that. Okay. So I've done that for a couple of months during the summer holidays. So mm-hmm. some English I learned there. Okay. Uh, so that was one one strategy I had. The second strategy mm-hmm. was to go to different institutions in Hyderabad. Now by then mm-hmm. I understood, okay, how many institutions we have in Hyderabad. So I knew from all the corners. so mm-hmm. every day i used to visit one college uh, one institute and say mm-hmm. that i'm interested to join so he would give me a demo i would listen that demo and don't show up to that guy next day then go to some other institute again so okay. likewise i mean uh, these are the institutes which uh, uh, what do you say which uh, train in english right oh, okay yeah. okay so i mean to give you a simple journey of what happens right you know i would go to this institute he would ask me like what are my requirements so of course okay. i have to then speak in english So I thought, right. okay, this is my opportunity to talk to a new guy in English. Okay. So okay. I used to tell something, you know, whatever I knew. I uh-huh. would tell me that, hey, you know, your English is very bad. You have to learn X, Y, Z things. And he would give me some tips. He would okay. give me a demo class. So okay. I would listen that. I will tell. I would tell him that, you know, I would come tomorrow. Then tomorrow mm-hmm. I used to be in another institute, telling the same story, listening to him, talking to a new guy again, third day, another another institute. So okay. every day, almost my entire summer holidays, this is what I did across Hyderabad. Like any institute oh, I find, man. I go. I tell, hey, I'm I'm here to learn English. I absolutely <laughs> don't don't speak anything. Okay. Then, again, I do my intro. He tells me about what he gives me some tips. Then I oh. go back home. Every day the same thing. It, it just repeated entire summer holidays. That's fairly epic, man. I mean, uh, 
no words <laughs> nice go on <laughs> yeah so this is all happened in in my second year of college i mean like okay summer holidays so as mm-hmm. i entered my third year uh, for some reason this time most of the companies have arrived uh, to our college a little early okay uh, so then i think there were about 20 uh, 20 odd uh, uh, companies that that was scheduled to visit so i just okay. said i'm going to sit with for all these interviews i thought at least mm-hmm. in 20 i would get one job right i was still very confident even though i was doing all of these things somehow uh-huh. even that i'm going to crack this okay and the first company i interviewed was with wipro uh, okay. and it was for a call center job uh, okay they asked me to uh, come out to the stage and speak about something so i okay. i felt i did decently well uh, okay. but they said you are not selected then i thought okay this is not going to happen okay uh, so right after that what i did is uh, I think then there, there were a couple of companies that were scheduled to come. I I said okay, I'm not going to do this. I'll maybe mm-hmm. you know, do my MSc and PhD and you know, get into that science field where I don't have to get into this corporate thing. Okay. Uh, I wanted to be more of that back office guy uh, mm-hmm. because science is more like that, right? You no, know, you get into research, you just spend your time right. in labs. Right? That's what I wanted to do. Okay. Uh, but all of a sudden there was this company called Franklin Templeton. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these guys were asking a lot of mathematics and all of that they were not much focused on english so okay. i thought okay let me just give an attempt here and that was okay. only for bcom students uh, because it's oh. mutual funds and all of that so they said you are okay. not eligible because you are a science uh-huh. guy you have no relation uh, uh-huh. so to the recruiter who came there i said sir i i want to give me one chance i want to just interview and see what's going to happen okay uh, and i i cleared my initial one or two rounds Uh, okay. because i i got a setup i told couple of my friends that you know you guys are good with maths you sit around me i am just going to copy answers and i am going to clear these first two three rounds that okay. you read all of that okay. so that's how i cleared couple of rounds then i went into uh, to the operations round uh-huh. uh, so this guy was asking me about banking uh, he okay. was asking about banking like nabard and all of these Uh-huh. And my father was in in bank, so I knew a lot of these things about bank banking stuff. Oh. So he used to tell okay. me every day, like, you know, what is credit, what is debit, and those sort of banking terms, right? Yeah. Uh, so that, I mean, if that's an important call, you can take. We can uh, stop it here, and we can start another recording. No issues. No, no, I think that's fine. I'm just okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, so, like, yeah, that's how I kind of had some understanding of this entire banking. and okay. the kind of answers i was giving this guy he was really surprised he said you are a science student with chemistry background and you are you have so much knowledge about all of this okay he said okay. you are i i am going to clear you for this round so mm-hmm. that's how i cleared my third round then okay. they said uh, you guys should come to our campus for the final rounds so again i went okay. to the campus mm-hmm. so he says ask me about stock market oh about <laughs> the mutual funds and all of that Uh-huh. So luckily I was very good with lot of this internet stuff. So before going there, I was I was very much prepared. I knew what is okay. stock market, what's happening, what is NDC, okay. BSC, and I I understood more or all of almost all of those things. Uh-huh. So my fourth and fifth round also I have cleared. So okay. they said we are, we are going to give you an offer. And oh. when this happened in my entire college of about like four hundred people, mm-hmm. like who were sitting for interviews, there were only three guys who got selected, and I was one of them with the science background. nice and okay. that boosted my confidence so much like i thought now i am going to make it any company who which, which comes to my campus i am going to crack an offer now okay okay uh, so that's how i had my first offer uh, with franklin temple okay. nice uh, then the next one was dell this was into technical mm-hmm. support again they said okay. you are a chemistry guy we are hiring bsc computers i said give me chance i am going to clear this okay and again okay. i i cracked the entire interview i got dell offer also 
Nice. <laughs> and the next one was Tech Mahindra. They said again same thing. They said we are go- we are looking for computers. I said give me chance. I am going to clear this. And okay. the lucky, I mean, I was lucky because I was the uh, you know placement coordinator. So they were always mm-hmm. ready to give me a chance because I was the first person speaking to them, right? They, they would speak to. to. Okay. Yeah. So that's how that played to my you know that kind of I won't say lucky, but somehow that helped me. That's what yeah. Like you were me. you were prepared. I mean, you're not lucky. You were prepared. Mm-hmm. full on that's why you got them yeah, yeah. so i mean that that sequence that it, it never stopped it just continued like you know, any company that used to come to my campus i used to clear that interview mm-hmm. uh, okay and one thing like you know they said you should not have backlogs and i had too many backlogs but i so, thought like who is going to check now because it's, right. it's my th- third year first few months right right i was sure like anyways okay. these guys would ask me my certificates once my degree is done i thought let me okay. just try and see what will happen Worst case, they will tell me you are not offered. Right? They won't put me in jail. <laughs> I thought, okay, so in my resume, I just said I am sixty-five percent marks, and actually okay. I was at fifties. Okay. I said I have no backlogs, and I knew right. nobody would check this. Right. So, likewise, I think by end of my degree, I think so. Now I'll tell you Amazon story. Uh, just so, like, that. is that uh, is that how you got into Amazon also? Like, uh, correct. That. Okay. Yeah. So now, then there was Tech Mahindra, and there were a couple of other companies. Uh, then mm-hmm. I think the last company that uh, had come to our campus was Amazon. Okay. Uh, so Amazon, like one I knew, I, I mean I used to use Amazon even in my hometown. Whenever I wanted oh. to buy something, I used to just go to Amazon.com website, look for product, okay. and translate okay. the price into INR, and figure out okay, this is what the possible price of a product is. Uh-huh. So that's how I knew Amazon that there's a company called Amazon existing. And back then Amazon was not in India, so there was no Amazon mm-hmm. India. So that was only dot okay. com, and there was a corporate office in uh, Hyderabad. Right. So these guys have come for a role called technical account management, and okay. this sounded very fancy to me. Uh, so yeah. like, you know, Dell offer was like technical support, and somebody said customer service and all that. Mm-hmm. I thought okay, mm-hmm. this is sounding very good. Uh, let me just give give a try to this. So I have this sounded more responsible and responsible, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought if I'm going to crack this interview, everybody would mm-hmm. come to me. They would say yes. this guy has really cracked something. And these guys were right. paying the the best. Like out of all the uh, offers I had, Amazon was paying okay. the best. Okay. So one was I knew about Amazon. Second, I was mm-hmm. little good with computers and all of the basic stuff like Excel and mm-hmm. all this. The third was these guys were paying good. Fourth was right. the title was fancy. I thought right. this is what I am going to do now. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, so again, these guys had the first round of aptitude, then some mathematics and all that. So I had my mm-hmm. bunch of friends. I just got all of those guys. I told them sit around me. I am going to just copy your answers, and I have done okay. the same thing for first three rounds. Okay. Uh, they have they have this mathematical ability and all that, right? And I was absolutely bad. I just knew mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. So I've copied okay. from all of these three guys. Okay. Uh, I think again, 400 folks applied. They are, they shortlisted like 30 odd folks. So I was one of oh. them who cleared the okay. third round. So in okay. the fourth round, they said, uh, you know, we we are going to test your typing skills. Mm-hmm. And that was the qualifier for you to get into the face-to-face rounds uh, interviews. Uh, okay. In this, what I did was, I mean, luckily now now connecting back some more stories. Uh, mm-hmm. In my fourth class, my father said, like, you know, you are just going around. Playing with people, I want to mm-hmm. go and join a typing class. So somehow I had a very good typing speed. So I did okay. this typing class in my fourth class. Uh, then in fifth, sixth class also, I used to do a lot of this typing every day morning. Uh, you remember the type type machine, right? Back then, there used to be this one. Uh, okay. Type it on a paper. Uh, I don't know if you know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm- 
I'm not aware of. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what I used to do. So when these guys said this is going to be a qualifier round, I was super excited because I was extremely fast in typing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this 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 round I cleared very easily. All my friends who are very good with studies, who are good with maths, they didn't know this. So none of them cleared third round. So okay. only eight folks went into fourth round, and these were face to face rounds, three okay. operations rounds with senior managers. Uh, mm-hmm. Somehow I cleared those three rounds also. So end of it, I was the only one guy in entire Amazon, entire college to get selected to Amazon. Oh, uh, you are the only one, one guy. Yeah, I was the only one guy. Okay. So that's how I I went into Amazon. That was that's how I got my first, not the first, but that's the offer that I got. Uh, that was that your was like first, uh, yeah, yeah, like first step into your into the corporate uh, world, let's say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I had yeah. the offer. Then a couple of months, I mean, since this happened in in early my third year, right? So I had to stay mm-hmm. in college. Uh, so right after my college, I I had the offer. So I have joined Amazon. Mm-hmm. So that's how I entered uh, the corporate, uh, so to speak. Uh, okay, that okay. was my transition period, I would say. Um, nice. Yeah. So, so it's a, it's a like uh, uh, you know, while you were telling me, I'm I'm just stuck with that uh, thing which you told me about the writing, uh, typewriting uh, skills. You know, mm. those skills. I mean, something which which happened in your childhood that helped a lot, right? I mean. Correct. Yeah, so I think uh, there is this famous story of uh, I think Steve Jobs says somewhere, right? You can connect dots only backwards, like you know. Yeah. A lot I mean, of events uh, happen in your life. You have no relation what how it is going to turn for you in future. Exactly. You just do it. Uh, At that time, you have no sense of yeah, like you know what what how is going to play in the larger picture. So mm-hmm. sometimes you feel frustrated in that very moment, but then again, when we connect dots, looking backwards, uh, you mm-hmm. feel glad that it happened and. Uh, that's a great thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so that was my transition uh, so when i mm-hmm. when i got offer i think uh, one of the thing that was there in my head is now i didn't want to stop studies at bsc but at the same okay. time i was not a believer of studies uh, like i i thought this would have no impact so mm-hmm. what i did is i have joined uh, the sikkim manipur university for a distance program uh, okay. which was for a two years mba program so i have joined along with my amazon joining so i have joined amazon okay. and i have joined this course The okay. only thing I told to that institute guys like no, I'm going to pay you money. I just need mm-hmm. the certificate. That's the only thing I have told him. Okay. And this okay. guy told like you know there will be some online exams. You can clear it very easily. Okay. Uh, we'll help you. So I thought okay this mm-hmm. is a good deal. Now that I'm getting some salary, I'll pay this guy. Right. Get the certificate. Again, I didn't know what is the benefit I'm going to get out of it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's how I've joined this this course. So along uh, along with I mean I was of course not studying it's anything. Like- Yeah. So, like, is, was it? Uh, did anyone? Did anyone like told you would it would be good really doing an MBA or like you ju- you just said that you want to st- study more? But then, uh, was it not a you know uh, how do I say it? It's it's a very hectic job you have, right? So how mm-hmm. what made you willing to study more? Yeah. So to me, uh, I was just only looking for a shortcut to get a degree. So if you okay. as I was saying, like you know, the first conversation I had with this uh, particular institute guy. Was mm-hmm. if I'm going to pay you, will you get me a certificate? Like, what is the easiest way to get this certificate? But then you already had one, right? Like you had a BSc degree, or mm-hmm. is it like would that would that MBA degree would help you in your job? Was that the uh, this thing motivation or like? Yeah, so at at that point, I actually didn't know how this is going to help me. I had mm-hmm. no idea, like you know, if this will help me or not. But I wanted to have something on my resume 
to say okay. that you know this guy also okay. has this right so okay. i was good at good okay. at telling stories to people now if i have a certificate <laughs> using that certificate i'll tell another story to somebody <laughs> right it was just a source for me to build a new story that's all right right so i thought okay let me get this certificate and my idea was to get more than 60 because by then i was less than 60% aha uh-huh. okay okay and everybody was saying you know you should have minimum of 60 otherwise you know you wouldn't have long term career people would look at i mean uh, i really didn't know i was just believing what people were saying mm-hmm. uh, but i thought let me give a chance you know uh, i think they said some 40000 rupees okay uh, i thought maybe i can pay this uh, i had no financial obligations then uh, so okay. whatever money i was making uh, either either it was for my rent or uh, things like that right so, uh, yeah yeah okay so yeah so that's how i've joined this program uh, again uh, so that's how you did your uh, pg dba that is post graduate diploma in business administration Correct. from sikkim manipal university Correct. okay that's right and that you did all the while while you were doing a job nice yeah so i mean i never attended classes i have never opened those books also i mm-hmm. was just focused on getting that certificate and i was trying to make some uh, you know deal with that person uh, mm-hmm. the okay that there. Um, okay yeah so while i was working i was just only focused on work like i just wanted to tell people that i am going to be the best at this so a couple okay. of things helped me there was like i was one of the youngest guy in amazon so I, that was the mm-hmm. first time amazon actually went to a degree college Right. Uh, so I was the first guy. I was the youngest guy. I think I was about right. 19 uh, when this happened. 19 or oh. slightly 20. Okay. I got this okay. job. So mm-hmm. most of my colleagues were like in 30s. So they would look okay. at me like a kid, and they used to help me like any questions I had in the process. So that's how I have started right. learning the process. I started okay. becoming better at what was what was given to me. Mm-hmm. I got taking help from people. Uh, okay. So I think I have done that for five or six months. Uh, so okay. after that there was this situation where my manager came to me and said Praveen uh, now that your degree is done you would like mm-hmm. to get your certificates and okay. I was now in a very panic mode because I mm-hmm. was now this guy would know that I have backlogs I oh, was really not okay. sure that if I would clear my final year because mm-hmm. I had my backlogs then I gave my final exams but I hadn't okay. submitted any documents to these guys Oh, okay. Anything uh, happened? You no, know, my my manager came to me and he said, "Open the website. Uh, I did mm-hmm. send your hall ticket number and see what what marks you got." <laughs> okay. I was almost okay. ready. He was just behind me. I opened that website. Yeah. I was praying God yeah. that you know, I should clear all the exams. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And luckily, including my backlogs, I cleared everything. Uh, okay. Okay. I think there is some luck factor. I don't know. I didn't study. I didn't do anything differently. But somehow, I cleared all my backlogs. My final year was clear. uh-huh then i i mean no, i like but uh, i just didn't understand like while your manager did like asked you for your results like so by that time you were already or you already cre- cleared them i mean so i was a campus recruit right so in my third year uh, when i uh-huh. got this offer so right after my exam within a week i have joined amazon so the results okay. would come like almost 4 to 5 months right so okay 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 yeah, so, so by then by that time you have given your exams for your backlogs backlogs as well right correct uh, yeah Yeah, everything okay. was done. Okay. So, including my backlogs and my uh, third year exams. Okay. Okay. So, nice. Yeah. So, luckily, so like you continued in uh, Amazon for almost like one year and eleven uh, months. Okay. I understand. And then there was a break. Yeah. Exactly. So, one and a half year, it it just went like that. Uh, mm-hmm. At least all I could establish was like people knew me as a good good employee. I was doing mm-hmm. pretty well. Uh, but after one point, uh, like eleven months, I guess. One year and eleven months. One year, eleven yeah. months, right? Yeah. Uh, 
there was some like family emergency that i had to attend uh, my mm-hmm. father was not keeping well so I, it was really a time for me to do the trade off like you know do i want to quit okay. my job and go to my hometown and take care of my father versus okay. staying in hyderabad and continue with the job and okay. i thought maybe you know nothing nothing is is bigger than family i thought okay mm-hmm. let me just quit this job so i told okay. my manager that i don't want to continue to work here because uh, there is something mm-hmm. uh, not going well at my family and mm-hmm. i reported that uh, mm-hmm. so my manager gave me an option he said i don't want to lose you i'm going to mm-hmm. give you 6 months salary paid you oh. take leave and this was the first time that ever happened in amazon's history and lot of people told me this oh uh, including okay. my senior to senior like almost seven four to five level managers came to me and they said like we are going to give you salary for next six months you don't quit we want you to come back nice i mean and that's a great yeah. way to show the care for the employees i mean yeah okay yeah. so out of that one year 11 months i've actually worked for one year two months or something like that so the remaining was okay. was more of uh, you know the experience that was just on paper uh, mm-hmm. was like you know, i okay. served uh, i mean i since i was working on paper Uh, but reality mm-hmm. was not doing that uh, okay. okay so that's how uh, i mean my amazon journey ended there so i went back okay. to my hometown uh, i was taking care of my father there were a couple of disturbances mm-hmm. then okay. i think couple of months back uh, i mean after uh, he mm-hmm. he passed away so that was a very big uh, you know game changer for me from a okay. from a situation where i had never thought about responsibilities doing things you know just living the way right. i wanted taking right. all these you know risky things uh, there mm-hmm. there was a situation where i had to really look at uh, as a family member head of the family right 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 and uh, my sister you was quite young be... yeah okay. uh, okay. when this happened my sister was about almost like 7th or 8th class my okay. mother was also not keeping well so both of them were hospitalized my father and uh, my mother okay 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 uh, so during this time i thought i have to do something now uh, mm-hmm. something from a career perspective also but i didn't know mm-hmm. what what exactly it is because okay. i was i was there in the small town uh, of course there are no jobs either i would go to the factory uh, mm-hmm. the the one i was talking about right the mining yeah. stuff uh, either right. i would do that or right. sit at home right uh, there was no mm-hmm. other option so right. uh, then i thought okay let, let me just try to uh, apply for some you know lecturer sort of jobs or a, stu- a teacher sort of a jobs So in went, that town, in, in that town. town itself. Yeah. Okay. So, so that went, you could be near to your family, and uh, in the same way, you can earn a livelihood as well. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So that's how I started approaching some schools, colleges. I said, I am going to teach you guys free for some time. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was trying to do some marketing because, of, of course, I had no BED sort of a certificate, which which was right. needed, right, to become a teacher. Right. Yes. Uh, I had none of those. I was not good with studies. Then I said, I am going yeah. to teach you guys free. Uh, you try me okay. for some time. Uh, if mm-hmm. if uh, you know you guys like me, I'll I'll continue. And the okay. only thing the play card I had was Amazon. I was telling that you know I work for Amazon. I have the certificate. Right. Uh, so I went to a couple of schools, colleges. Uh, then I realized, okay, this is something that I am not good at. Uh, because mm-hmm. one, I was not good with studies, and absolutely I cannot teach anything to those guys. Right. Uh, then I stopped this. Then I thought, okay, now let since I worked in an e-commerce, I thought let me just create us put up a startup. Okay. Uh, so that's when I did my first startup, which was uh, which was named Resume Corner. Yeah. So yeah, there were two back to back. One is not oh. on my LinkedIn, so maybe you wouldn't see that. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, the first one was called Resume Corner. So I used to write resumes resume for corner. people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I had a couple of friends who were working with uh, you know HR uh, consulting companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I told them like, my anybody who comes to your uh, office for an interview. 
if you guys yeah. feel this guy's resume is not good you just hand over that lead to me and i would pay okay. like whatever he pays me i'll pay half of that to you okay uh, so, so this was how, back in uh, 2013 2013 yeah uh, during 12 13 that that's the period when this happened yeah i mean uh, now that in linkedin we see so many such uh, you know startups coming up i mean back in 2013 you had already conceived that idea and you found a startup for resume reviewing that's yeah, really so that <laughs> nice okay uh, yeah so i had a lot of good tie ups i used to every day write these resumes so morning hours mm-hmm. i used to my father evening hours i used to write these resumes so each resume okay. i would charge like some 800 to 1000 rupees oh 500 okay. to the consulting guy and 500 uh, i used to keep for myself So I did well, uh, but I thought I mean, of, uh, that was like little higher, right? Back in 2013, yeah. uh, for a resume, I mean, uh, it, was, it was very high, in fact. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. So for college students, it was four three ninety nine. Okay. For anybody with okay. experience from zero to five, it was seven ninety nine, and for anybody oh. more than that, it was nine ninety nine. So okay. that was my pricing. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so any any lead I would get, I would give half of that money to this person. Uh, okay. The uh, consulting guy. So the person uh, who has uh, handed over the lead to you. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this this worked quite well. Uh, but what I have realized is, you know, if I have to really scale this up, I would need a team, mm-hmm. uh, team which right. can actually do what I am doing for people. Right. Uh, again, being in this small town, this was an opportunity I could really not, you know, make it for the mm-hmm. like absolutely had no okay. connections. So I thought, okay, this is not working. Let me drop. Uh, I was doing this little passively. Then I started this Nutri store. Uh, okay. Now here I wanted to mix my e-commerce experience with Amazon and my science experience, which I was a biochemistry student, right? So right. I started selling protein supplements on a website. So I hosted a website uh, on GoDaddy oh. some company. Uh, so this I, was again back in 2013 that you you created a website on yeah. your own. Yeah. Oh, uh, so okay. I got it hosted. It was called NutriStore. dot com. So it was more uh-huh. like HealthCard. dot com. Uh, okay. Uh, so I had a lot of protein supplements listed uh, there. So anybody who would approach me, I would buy from Bodybuilding. dot com, which was a US based company which sells a lot of these proteins. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to import from them and sell it to these guys for a retail price. Oh. Okay. Uh, so this I did for a couple of months. Then I realized, okay, I have to really scale this up. Then I went uh-huh. to a lot of these gyms, local gyms. I I said people like, you know, you you get give me a lead, uh, and mm-hmm. if I sell this protein to somebody, I will give you fifty percent margin. Okay. Uh, to the gym owners, uh, so uh-huh. that that's what I was doing for some time. Okay. Uh, so that's when there was an opportunity. Like uh, there was there is this company called uh, yourstory. dot com or dot in. I don't yeah. know if it still exists. Yeah, yeah, yourstory.com. That's a pretty uh, famous uh, website for like all these uh, mm-hmm. uh, new. I think they they write stories about new startups, right? Am I correct? Correct, correct, exactly. Yeah. So I think back then these guys were also a startup. Uh, so okay. I don't know. There was an article that got published saying that you know there is a funding event that's happening in Microsoft uh, in Hyderabad campus. and anybody okay. who wanted who wanted this funding and all of that they should they can come there and learn more about you know setting up startups and all that so i applied okay. for this particular thing and luckily i got selected i mean my startup got selected uh, they said you are invited to this event you guy you can come here uh, okay. just because i was a participant of course i was not uh, putting up my presentation for funding but uh, right. i got the opportunity to just listen to the folks what's happening and so on right uh-huh. so So this was the opportunity. Uh, I actually I, I I did not attend that event. Uh, what okay. happened was like there was again some family emergency. I did not attend that event. Oh, okay. 
okay but i still thought okay i got something very differently but let me post mm-hmm. it on social media and say that i have actually attended this i wanted to see what will happen right so i've just went to facebook i said at microsoft i just tagged the location incorrectly i said i am at the microsoft attending this event because i already had the certificate right i got the mm-hmm. invitation letter i just posted all of that right. okay I said, I'm, i'm here at microsoft today that's all the event just happened i did not attend uh, oh, the story okay. got over there now i'll tell you okay. how how this got connected later on uh-huh. uh so the, the so the microsoft event got over uh, okay and i think during this period things really went bad uh then eventually my father like, passed away uh, okay okay so like your uh, startup about this nutri store uh, then this website mm-hmm. and then uh, your like father self these all were happening parallelly correct yeah okay, okay. so i continued these startups for uh, after some time as well like after he passed away uh, mm-hmm. so that i was doing okay. for some more time but there are other two stories that i like to connect now uh, yeah so my father was hospitalized in hyderabad Uh, so okay. there was a situation where like a doctor told me that there is a medicine that we need to give him now and unfortunately oh. my ho- hospital doesn't have this in stock and it was almost okay. like 12 30 or 1 uh, 1 pm in the night mm-hmm. uh, they said there is only one medical hall somewhere in, in this part of the city do you know mm-hmm. and i actually knew it because i was just roaming around the city in my college right i knew every junction at every place in hyderabad right i said i'm going to get this in 15 minutes oh and okay. i really knew where this medical hall was because i was just registering oh. everything on my road okay so okay. i just went there i got that medicine got it uh-huh. from my father right okay. it was needed uh, okay. again i mean it has no relation but i'm trying to tell you that how no. your dots will get corrected yes yes so so that was one thing i always tell people right now when you do things you don't know how how it is going to benefit you true true but it's really Big important that you do it right uh, yeah so yeah. that's how when the story ended again it's slightly off topic but uh, something that i wanted to share no no it's completely uh, that's what uh, praveen i mean bigger picture always you know uh, helps you to focus on things yeah yeah so that's how uh, uh, then i was doing this in my hometown and uh, of course like i had no good friends like most of those guys were in either they were working for some uh, let's say like either they had their own family business uh, mm-hmm. or they were into doing all of these uh, factory jobs right mm-hmm. uh, then i thought maybe why don't i just shift to hyderabad and see like how it is going to be so i have shifted okay. my entire family uh, to hyderabad okay. uh, my mom, okay. my mother my sister and myself uh, okay. so three of us came to hyderabad uh, then i started applying for jobs uh, after mm-hmm. i come here so i have then moved to tech mahindra first uh, so that was the okay. first offer i had uh, okay. it was a uh, technical support uh, I was speaking with clients 24 by 7 something of that that sort so but, I tried uh, but praveen like uh, you already had the arrangement with the manager right that he would invite you back after 6 months so yeah so in amazon i wanted i mean that was the opportunity i had and the reason why i have not done that was uh, when i wanted to go most of my friends who were with me in amazon they have mm-hmm. already become managers and i really okay. felt okay now i mean i had a lot of this i thought okay i am going be the first manager and i did not make it because i had to leave, leave amazon so okay. most of my friends were manager i uh, managers so i thought okay if i join there it wouldn't look nice i would maybe work somewhere and go back to amazon uh, with oh. an equal position so, so you had a different plan <laughs> yeah so i didn't want to go because i would okay. feel like you know Uh, maybe these guys are yeah, little left maybe. out yeah okay among your peers you would be little left out so you thought yeah. okay let's go back again as the uh, equivalent to them like Correct. on a role which is uh, at par with them okay Correct. Correct. 
so yeah so that's what i thought i did not approach amazon i went to mm-hmm. tech mahindra uh, okay. i luckily i got the offer uh, in my first uh, i mean that was my first company when i came back to hyderabad uh, luckily so i got that was like you applied on the is it like was it the same process like you go and apply on their website and then you got a call or was through your yeah, connection or... it was like that yeah i just went to their website i i think i went to a consultancy Oh, okay. Uh, these guys told there is a drive that's happening for Tech Mahindra. You should mm-hmm. uh, should pay pay us some fees and all that. I did those logistics. Uh, okay. So I cleared the basic rounds with the consultancy itself. Then they 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 told me like uh, you should go to the campus and sit for the interview. Okay. Uh, okay. So that I cleared. Uh, in fact, I have got a hundred percent hike than what I had mm-hmm. before. So that itself, my friend said, okay, now you are a lucky guy. Uh, I'll give you some figures, right? So that you know you know what I'm. Yeah, yeah. So when I started with Amazon, I got my first offer for two point four lakhs. Uh, so okay. that was the offer, and when I exited Amazon, I was somewhere two point eight lakhs. Okay. Uh, so when I went to Tech Mahindra, I got an offer for four point eight lakhs. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. So most of my friends said, "Okay, you got a great offer. You should stick with this." Okay. Like Amazon, your friends in Amazon told that, or yeah. your friends outside Amazon? In in Amazon, outside everybody who knew about oh, this part, okay. this journey, they said, "Okay, uh-huh. this is good. Uh, you should just take this up." Okay. Uh, and I of course I had lot of financial uh, you know needs at that point. Uh, so I right. took this offer. I have joined Tech Mahindra. Okay. So I was there okay. for a 10 days or so. Uh, uh-huh. I really did not like the environment, you know, coming from Amazon uh, sort of yeah. environment sitting with Tech Mahindra right. was something that I was not very uh, you know happy with. Okay, uh, okay. So you mean to say uh, from a global setup or a global environment you went on to a some sort of a little lesser <laughs> organized or like how would you compare? Yeah, so I think the key difference there was one Amazon. When you work for it, you are working for Amazon. When you work mm-hmm. for Tech Mahindra, you are working for a client. So oh, you okay. do what your client wants, right? So in Amazon, it's not okay. like that. So okay. whatever you're going to do, it has a direct impact on customers and the company. Right. So with okay. Tech Mahindra, it's the same thing, but you are a client-facing job. Like you know, it was a call center mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know, I have to take calls, okay. which was something that I was not doing with Amazon. And of course, still mm-hmm. even then, I I really was not good with my communication. Okay. I, I barely, you know, managed to speak. Uh, not very mm-hmm. confident. Uh, okay. So that sort of a person I was. So okay. I've joined this, but I felt okay. This is something that I I won't be able to do because I back then I already had couple of startups. I really had thoughts which were slightly beyond what what a person would do. I thought okay, mm-hmm. I I can't do this. Uh, you know, HR calling process. So I've left yeah. Tech Mahindra, and again okay. I was jobless for a month. People said like, you know, you're a fool. Like, who will leave mm-hmm. this job? First of all, you have a lot of financial problems. Uh, right. You don't have your father. You have a younger sister, and you are doing all of this. Right. Right. Then I went to Cognizant. Uh, then again, mm-hmm. I went to a consultancy. I applied for Cognizant. I got an offer. Okay. So these guys okay. said, "Okay, we are going to pay you same four point eight because you haven't did anything with Tech Mahindra. Uh, why don't you okay. join us?" So I got an offer again. So this was mm-hmm. Jan sixth, twenty fourteen. So that was my offer joining date. Okay. Uh, but before I've joined, uh, somebody randomly pings me on Facebook, and he said, uh, "Hey, Pravin, I have been noticing your activities. Like, you know, I saw that you went to this Microsoft event. I was mm-hmm. very happy to hear all of this. What are you doing?" I said, "I'm not doing anything now. I have stopped all of the startups. I'm just looking okay. for a job." Okay. Then he said, "I have a job. Uh, do you want to join Amazon?" Uh, oh. And this is again my story back, right? A fake story right. that I put on my Facebook saying I was at Microsoft doing this event. Yeah, yeah. Somebody right. saw right. that and he was noting my progress, whatever I was doing. Right. So this guy said, oh. "I have an offer. Uh, why don't you come?" Uh, okay. So I went to Amazon. I have interviewed again. So this time mm-hmm. it was a role which was actually paying lesser than what I was getting. 
So this 4.8, okay. I've joined Amazon it for a 3.2. Okay, okay. But Amazon was a good company, and this guy approached yes. me. Yes. Uh, I yes. said I'll go back, and I've joined. So it's a like a, it was a known terrain for you. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Right. Driving so, in a known terrain is far better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's how I again came back to Amazon. This was again sixth uh-huh. January twenty fourteen. The same day I had two offers. Uh, instead of joining Cognizant, I've joined Amazon. Okay. Uh, okay. For for a big pay cut, at least back then four point eight to three point two was a big cut. Right, right. Uh, but I thought I'll I'll go there and see what what how things are written for me. So okay. I've joined on Jan six, twenty fourteen, as I was saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- at this time, my only focus was like, how do I buy a house in Hyderabad? That was the only focus I had. Nothing else. Okay. And how do I make okay. more money? And how do I mm-hmm. buy a house? Okay. Um, so then I think uh, like after I've joined, so, I was really spending uh, a lot of time. <laughs> During this, like, uh, I just wanted to go back to that startup. What happened to that startup? Like, uh, you uh, stopped that Nutri store, or was Nutri was store that was stopped? Uh, I was still writing resumes. Uh, resumes I was still okay. making because it hardly took any time. Uh, but this website maintenance and all of that didn't happen. Okay, okay. So why why that stop to that? I mean, Nutri store. Like, was it not that profitable, or were the other factors? So one was it was easy to operate in a tier three sort of a city or a town, uh, a municipality mm-hmm. sort of place, right? Uh, because okay. local gyms really don't have access to internet or they don't have access to credit cards uh, and they can't do some international purchases. Okay. So that's how I was able to negotiate with these gym owners and sell those proteins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I came to Hyderabad, really a lot of people knew, right? Hyderabad already had a lot of uh, these protein supplement stores. Okay. And okay. that's an area I, one is I cannot compete with them. Second was I was also financially unstable now. I had no okay. uh, money to do anything, right? So right. then I had okay. my mother who was not keeping well, uh, younger mm-hmm. sister uh, who had to discontinue her studies because of all of these issues. Oh, so I thought, okay. let me just uh, work now, uh, stop this. Resume I was still writing. I think I have continued that for a couple of years after that also. I mean, I have not oh, stopped that okay. for quite some time. Okay. Uh, okay. So that was like a weekend thing, you know, write mm-hmm. a resume, uh, get money and uh, you know, do something with it, right? Something like that. So okay. I was doing. Okay. Okay. So Nutri-Store, uh, it, it got over. Uh, okay. You know, that was the end. Uh, yeah, so I think in Amazon, uh, as I was saying, the focus was mm-hmm. how do I learn more, how do I move up, and how do okay. I build a house. So okay. Okay. I think first five six months I have really done well. Like I was just sleeping in the office. You know, this is mm-hmm. what I tell a lot of new people who just start their career. Right? It doesn't right. matter how uh, how skilled people are around you. If you are somebody mm-hmm. who can do double of their time, you will anyway succeed. Right. So somebody right. a smart guy spends eight hours, you spend sixteen hours, you are going to win someday. If not today. Right. So that was right. my philosophy. Absolutely, I had no technical skills, not good uh-huh. English, no good communication. Okay. I had absolutely nothing. Okay. The only thing I was focused on is if somebody in my team is spending 15 hours in office, I am going to spend 24 hours. I am just not going to sleep. Okay. okay. That's the only thing. So I have yeah. done that for some time. Uh, within okay. six months, they said we are promoting you, and I was mm-hmm. the fastest. I mean, I was the person who got to that role. The fastest in six months, I got promoted. Oh, okay. So like a, from uh, catalog lead to sorry, catalog quality specialist to catalog mm-hmm. lead. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. So I became, so became a lead. Okay. Correct. And again, uh, because again, I was just 22, 23. I was one of the youngest guys. So everybody had that focus. You know, hey, this guy is the youngest guy on the floor. I really liked that sort of an attention. Right. So right. People are really looking at me, and 
even though i was actually not good with anything studies mm-hmm. and all of that i could really mm-hmm. start making the difference in in people or you know i could get that attention right now i think within 6 months again i got promoted uh, from a catalog mm-hmm. lead to a project lead okay okay uh, and when this happened i think roughly i was i came to close to 6 lakhs uh, of salary mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, six or seven, I would say, uh, close to that. And, and as a project lead, you're also leading uh, people. Like you have a bigger Correct. team now. Yeah. Okay. So I've become a team, like a people person now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, now connecting back a story. Since I was always this college leader sort of thing, I always right. really like right. doing those things. You know, counseling right. people, telling them good stories, uh, motivating right. them. So I was really doing well as a project lead. So okay. within okay. six months, again, I got promoted. They said okay. they give me another promotion. I became a manager now. nice okay uh, so back to back i had three promotions now i went from 6 6 or 7 to like almost 9 lpa with some stocks in the okay. company so okay. i went to almost like 11 lakhs uh, oh. by then okay uh, okay then i thought now okay let me take a big risk and buy a house whatever it happens let's see worst case mm-hmm. bank guy will take out my house right? like nothing will happen so right. i risked uh, so by by 24 i think i got a house in hyderabad I nice. paid some amount. Uh, the remaining I have to loan. I I was confident. I I thought now nobody is going to stop me. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I got my first house. Then uh, little like now. So we, by the age of twenty-four, you have bought a, a house for yourself in Hyderabad. Yeah, That's yeah. That's a great thing. I mean, rarely does that happen in that such a young age. Yeah. So yeah, I think God's grace, uh, well wishers, and yeah. all of that. Yeah, uh, things worked right. out. I think right. people see it like no right time, right place. Maybe that's that's what was happening. True. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that in that team, I think I've spent uh, about two years. Uh, so I was like an operations manager, uh, mm-hmm. managing a team of fifteen, sixteen people. Okay. Uh, and as a manager, as also I was doing very well. My team used mm-hmm. to win like constantly awards. We were like the best team on the floor. So everybody okay. had eyes on this team. Like you know, what is happening? Okay. Like, uh, I really had a very good impression uh, across the leadership. जर्मनी Okay. Uh, okay. And I had to manage this team, and they were mm-hmm. supposed to do some operational activities. Uh, okay. Okay. Bunch of uh, functional experts, you can say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I joined this team, like almost every manager gave up, saying that you know I can't manage this team. Uh, these guys are really poor. They can't speak. They only speak foreign language, and we can't speak their language. Okay. Uh, okay. But I took took that as a challenge. I thought you have to manage people who are from a different country with a who speak a different language. Uh, they were indians uh, but who would uh, okay. speak those languages so they they okay. must have done their uh, ba in uh, french something like that okay 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 so they only speak those languages and they talk to those native customers uh, okay. Of okay 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 yeah so so th- that's what i was doing so i have done that for a couple of years uh, then i mm-hmm. got promoted again uh, okay. so this time to a, an operations manager too uh, like it's a great two sort of thing Uh, uh, so just Praveen, just to like you know, I I was intrigued by that thing which you told that managers were saying that I can I cannot lead this team because why? Uh, what was the reason? Like so one was, uh, one this team was completely they were the language folks. Uh, they mm-hmm. were not very skilled. I mean I should not say that like they were they only knew language. So they didn't know Excel. They didn't know 
when you're telling yeah. people that you find a role suitable for yourself in amazon and move then how does that happen i mean yeah so in amazon typically the process is uh, you know you have something like internal job postings like now if you really mm-hmm. like the role you just go ahead and apply and if you're suitable okay. you would go through an interview uh, so in okay. this case uh, really like you no know, we helping them was was uh, not very much possible one again these guys were the language folks and we were okay. completely closing the team and amazon really had no suitable roles for them Okay. so either they find a role uh, somehow convince the hiring manager of the other team and get mm-hmm. selected or okay. they just simply move out 
Okay. And this was this this was applicable to me as well. Now, once I mm. shut down the team, I also had to find a role for myself. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so that that was the tricky part. Like you know, while I was telling people that you know you have to go out internally, I also knew that someday my manager also going to tell me this. It was just matter of time. Okay. So uh, I mean, I, I also all, obviously I had a chance. I you know I could have mm. told I founder or I will move out first. But as mm-hmm. a leader, I thought I should make sure my team will settle down. So okay. I wanted to stay in the company, in in the team. Make sure everybody mm-hmm. in my team gets a job within Amazon or outside, and then okay. I wanted to make a move. Okay. So, okay. so eventually, the team got shut down. Like everybody, most of the folks, at least ninety percent of the folks, got jobs within. So I could influence some cases. I know. Okay. I had a friend somewhere. I said like, you know, why don't you just take this guy? He's from my team and all of that. Right. That sort of an influence mm-hmm. I was I was able to make, and uh, I got most of these guys settled in some jobs uh, within Amazon. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So after this happened, I also had to find a role. So I moved out from sales now. Uh, so this time I went into product management. Uh, okay. So okay. within Amazon. Uh, so I was working for uh, US based team. I was the first one to set up the team in Hyderabad in a different role. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've done that for some time. I really did not like uh, the setup there. Uh, okay. Then I thought I'd move out again. So I moved to a different team within Amazon. Uh, okay. This time I went as a program manager in analytics and data engineering of Alexa. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So again, I I was doing uh, like a lot of this analytics reporting, Tableau, and mm-hmm. uh, some technical stuff. Again, I was okay. even at this point I was technically very bad. I had absolutely okay. no skills except my Excel skills. Technically, so, you mean to say like. Uh, Like, like in any prog- programming languages or what? Yeah, so this team, uh, you know, primarily they 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 needed SQL uh, mm-hmm. or things like Python, R, and all of these. You know, typically okay. that's what the engineers in in analytics do, okay. uh, or Tableau dashboards and all of these things. And I was really not good with anything. The only thing I was good at is telling people a good story and motivating them and making things done through people. Right, right. Uh, so. Somehow, like you know, I sailed through. I worked in this team for some time. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought, okay, this is this is actually not going good because I really felt there was there is no next step for me. Uh, for me okay. to go further in this role, I should be really technically sound. So yeah, I thought, okay. okay, I'll not do this. I have again moved out within Amazon. Uh, I moved mm-hmm. to a different team this time into account management. Okay, okay. Uh, it was again a people manager role, uh, mm-hmm. uh, managing teams across uh, different continents, geographies. Uh, you know, I was okay. really excited. It was a huge people management responsibility, okay. and that was something I always felt is my superpower. I, know, I can okay. I can manage bigger teams, make people do things, keep them motivated, uh, really build okay. that human connection. So, okay. so I moved to this team. I worked there. So this happened in twenty twenty. So early 2020 when I moved to this team, the manager account okay. management. Uh, so like uh, this was your last role in Amazon. Last role in Amazon, correct. Okay. So like every time you were telling me that you moved on, you moved on to this role, to this role. So did that? So that necessarily involved you applying to a suitable position, and then you or uh, you went through a interview process, exactly. and then you getting uh, selected to that position. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's so, the process. So that's how move you moved on means literally, right? Okay. It's a okay. it's a pure interview, right? Like you know, if if the yeah. role requires you to go through five interviews, you would go through five, mm-hmm. just like an external interview and external candidate. Okay. Uh, okay. There will be some benefit because uh, Amazon knows your feedback, what sort of an employee mm-hmm. you are, your ratings and all that. 
so okay. and throughout this process i was always the excellent person like in terms of my ratings right so i knew mm-hmm. that happened so i was always having good scores so okay. anytime i would apply people would just blindly take me because of my feedbacks and the influence i was able to make within my previous right. role right uh, okay. so okay. that helped me so i i kind of moved on to different roles like this uh, whichever okay. was sounding interesting i thought okay i'm going to do this so okay. by then i understood that i i am i'm not going to become a specialist that was mm-hmm. not my cup of tea i mean what i mean by specialist is like you know you becoming a software development manager it's a, it's a specialty right. uh, or you becoming a sales manager or you becoming a product manager these are specialties mm-hmm. right you are expert in like specialist uh, jobs right. wherein you are specializing in a very mm-hmm. uh, particular thing okay uh, i knew i i'm not going to become this i was very mm-hmm. clear i want to become a journalist uh, somebody who right. knows bits and pieces of everything Right. I this right. somehow had a connection with my startup dreams. Like, you know, if I have mm-hmm. to become a CEO, I should do ten different things. True. I don't okay. have to be expert in any any one thing, right? I don't have to be a software right. engineer, but I should know right. what is a software development cycle. I should know what right. is analytics, what is sales. So I thought, mm-hmm. okay, this is a good trick. I will keep moving every six months. I'll keep changing okay. teams, and I'll okay. get the flavor of uh, the business, right? Like, what happens exactly there? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so that's how. Like again, this time I was into account management from analytics. Okay. Uh, before okay. that, product operations. And, you know, so by then I understood most most parts of Amazon, or at least the roles at, at large, right? Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, so I've joined this team. Uh, I, I now went to almost twenty five LPA base uh, and close to thirty two uh, of my overall compensation. So it was okay. a big jump. It was a very well settled role. People really, really mm-hmm. you know, recognized me as a good leader. Uh, this mm-hmm. time we are going to promote you to next level. Uh, I had a very good influence with my senior leaders. Okay. Uh, but I thought, okay, now if I'm going to settle and do this job, I know I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to become a CEO soon. Like, I have to really come out of this zone, or maybe right. rather leave Amazon and do, join right. a startup and understand mm-hmm. how things are going. So that's when I started my hunt uh, to move out of mm-hmm. Amazon, and eventually okay. that happened sometime last year during October uh, when I okay. got a call from Zenoti. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've actually I was interviewing with multiple companies. Uh, mm-hmm. I was interviewing for uh, with High Radius, which is also a startup in similar ecosystem. Right, uh, right. Zeroti was one of the companies. Then uh, I was okay. looking for Reliance. Uh, so almost like I cleared all of these interviews. I had all mm-hmm. the offers. Okay. And somehow you know I really liked the culture of Zeroti uh, through, okay. through my conversations with leaders. I said, okay, I'm going to take this offer. Okay, uh, okay. So that's how I moved on. So last December so... I joined Zeroti. December in December you left Amazon and then you uh, yeah. came to your current company which is Zenoti. Okay. Correct. So it was. So what does Zenoti do? I mean, what what <laughs> what does it do? Uh, so these guys, I mean, simply put, uh, you know, Zenoti is building softwares for uh, you know wellness industry. Like for example, mm-hmm. spa. Like you know, if you go to Lakme store, uh, okay. so there will be a guy who would be operating on a software when a guest comes, right? So that software mm-hmm. is developed by Zenoti. Okay. So, okay. so Zenoti is a market leader currently. Like these guys, uh, software of Zenoti is is almost used by the top players in this wellness industry. Oh, uh, nice. Okay. The med spas, if you know, uh, medical spas. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Like, uh, uh, so they have a lot of these saloons, spas, fitness studios. So all of yes. these guys, the software that they use is all built by Zenoti. Uh, that's okay. what the company at large does. This all this is like a wellness ecosystem industry. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Zenoti is is the top player there. Uh, they are the market okay. leader across the globe. Uh, so it's a startup based out of uh, Hyderabad or from like uh, US or like other country? 
yeah so the company was founded by a hyderabadi uh, it, mm-hmm. it got started in hyderabad itself uh, oh, i think 11 okay. years back uh, so okay. the headquarters was in hyderabad uh, okay. but i think uh, i don't think these guys realized that you know uh, staying in hyderabad and building a global company was not that easy i think 11 years right. back so okay. so these guys thought you know we'll move our corporate office to us so that's how the company okay. got registered in us again uh, from india so they have moved the company literally the corporate office from hyderabad to uh, bellevue uh, okay so that's where the company headquarters is today uh, but okay. 80% of the company is still in hyderabad in terms of people Um, okay okay so only the top leadership like the c c category folks uh, you know they are based out of c, uh, seattle and bellevue uh, but okay. the remaining parts of the companies is all in hyderabad okay okay yeah. nice so you are currently working in zenoti and you are leading their uh, uh, customer the, the experience customer end, yeah. uh, okay nice yeah, yeah. that was a really you know um, what should i say so many things happening and so much there's so much knowledge i'm not able to process it to be very frank i mean you told me so many stories as you yourself claim that you are a good storyteller and i am really uh, you know still trying to find so many lessons in your so many uh, life stories so oh, i think yeah, yeah I, i i just hope i didn't bore you with a lot of stories that that was no, only no, that this was really great i went into some sort of a trance to be frank because i till now i had done two podcast and this was something uh, really different uh, you know uh, i was i was i was talking less and you were talking more and you know that shows that how good of a storyteller you are uh, you know because uh, i had very less things to contribute to you were you, you you can you know even if i'm not there you could have very well done this podcast <laughs> it was so good <laughs> oh no, i was actually thinking like you know i was reminding myself that you know i am not letting you speak <laughs> no, no 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 this was like this, this is the uh, how should we say uh, you were really spot on with the, with the content and your you know your life story and everything and uh, so i just want you to end this podcast with you know one message what you would want to give to you know uh, the people who are listening or probably who are folks who are fresh out of college or for the people who are you know trying to find jobs or because since you are someone who's been in and out and who's an insider into this corporate world and who's been who's working at some really great positions in really great companies so what is one piece of advice you would uh, or let's say two or three you know advices which you would want to give to uh, people you know to uh, yeah. let's say to find their jobs or uh, who are really struggling hard in their current uh, positions yeah so i think uh, i'll i'll maybe uh, may, may not be i'll give you i won't give you like a one line answer rather i would tell mm-hmm. you a couple of small stories uh, not yeah. a story but like a a kind of a narrative right right so what i believe in right uh, mm-hmm. like so today i think the world has lot of i i call it as information obesity you know right. there is too much of information coming to you from all directions True. so i think one thing i would tell anybody is to be very conscious as to what are you consuming in terms of information mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like you get up in the morning, you would get a message about what what's happening in France or what's happening in Bangladesh or what's happening somewhere else. I, right. I I know it is important. I know you have to know a lot of things, but I think mm-hmm. what really matters is how does this information impact me today? Right. If I know this, what would I do today? Is my mm-hmm. job going to change? Will I become okay. best at what I'm doing today? And right. I want people to consciously think about this. and okay. say that hey, you know this is something that i i will not spend time on i w- i won't learn about this 
mm-hmm. i would rather maybe you know follow somebody like jeff bezos or elon musk and see what these guys right. are doing because i am in a corporate mm-hmm. job to me right. i have to be more uh, you know connected with these things Mm-hmm. so i think that's the tip i would say so don't be yeah. obsessed with gathering information so there is too much of information in the world and right. information in its state has no impact on anybody and True. a very good example right so if i tell you like uh, you know what is what is a healthy living so somebody says you know eating protein eating at right time uh, staying fit is important and this is the information mm-hmm. everybody knows but right. if you see a number of people who are sick in the world there are right. two people So, so if you many. see information in its state doesn't have any impact everybody knows yeah so that's so, a paradox too many people know the uh, hmm. obvious thing but too less people do it so do it yeah yeah so likewise any information you consume i think we should always look at what is the impact i'm going to get and the moment you realize it's not going to impact just don't do it so today when i go to a lot of i mean i meet a lot of friends friends i always realize that maybe i am somebody who doesn't have a lot of general knowledge Right. they speak about uh, how how the match was yesterday uh, about some mm-hmm. random match or something right. i just don't consume that information right. and i'm usually the silent guy listening to them but okay. end of the day what i realize is okay whatever i am consuming is it mm-hmm. really going to change my life or people around me right so right. Th- that's one thing i would tell people uh, anyone who is in okay. college uh, be conscious so about like you have to be really conscious what goes into your system that could be food Absolutely. that could be knowledge that could be information yeah. i mean because <laughs> everything around you you're consciously or subconsciously you're absorbing it so very Absolutely. be very conscious about uh, whom you're surrounded with or probably what you're watching what you're eating everything every aspect of your experience uh, mm-hmm. starting from the morning so Absolutely yeah yeah Right. Uh, okay. So, so the example I tell people for this one is like, you know, if you want to be a cricket player, you should mm-hmm. only practice cricket, not football. <laughs> right. That's what I tell people. True. So, you are in a corporate job, you want to move up, you should only consume what will take you there. Exactly. Now, you can't be practicing football and want to be a best cricket player, right? It won't happen. Mm-hmm. You have to okay. practice cricket. So, if you are in a profession, ninety percent uh-huh. or ninety-five percent of your energy and time has to go to things that will have an impact on your career. Anything right. else is useless. again right. it might be useful for somebody else who is in that profession but not you right so so that's what uh, and the second thing is like you know never feel that you know i am low on my education i don't know this i can't do this um, mm. i am not a good speaker uh, anything right like, you know, don't think about those things just think yeah. what do you have actually mm-hmm. and what is that you should be very clear like you know what what are the superpowers i have and how right. do i sell this to people mm-hmm. uh, it could be like you know you are a great organizer and okay. you might turn up to be a good manager if you take mm-hmm. up that role now your focus has to be how do i become a manager not a software developer if it's not right. your skill it's not your skill that's all right so so i i am somebody like you know who, who really thinks that you should you should not pull too many things and right. you, you can't put your 100% right nothing will come to you you would mm-hmm. rather pull one row and you can move the rock right uh, so so that's the tip i tell a lot of people like don't do a hundred things just focus on two or three things say that hey no this is the strategy i'm going to apply and this is how it's going to help i'm going to give my 100% to one person whatever so like it's like try to you know uh, focus on what you have and uh, what's your yeah. strengths and sharpen them absolutely yeah yeah so, right. so i mean in teams like you know when we hire a lot of new folks right uh, these guys mm-hmm. join for a call center or customer service job mm-hmm. they say that you know hey i want to become a software engineer what do i do I tell okay. them, hey, that's okay. Like, you know, you may not become, but why don't you okay. try to become a guest, bestest customer service associate in this company? 
Right. So the reward you are going to get for being the best customer service associate is far mm-hmm. more higher than becoming a mediocre software engineer. True. And that's what a lot of people do. Like, you know, they always think the other side of the things are, the, you know, they say this uh, mountains or the grass is green on the other side, right? Something like that. Yes. Yes. So, whatever you have, try to become the best. Uh, you have to be the top one percentile of people in that. Right. Like, that, that could be anything in the world, yeah. but you need to be, uh, yeah. you know, the best in that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like if you are a painter and if you are the world's best, you are better mm-hmm. paid than any other person, right? Who is a software engineer or anything. Right. Now, if you are not the best, absolutely, like you know, somebody said, right. mediocrity is crime. So, mm-hmm. whatever you are doing, try to be the True. best in that. Uh, whatever definition it is, like you no, know, your okay. definition of best could be something else, mine could be something else, but have a definition, chase that, and it will happen. Right. Uh, so okay. that's the thing. Uh, I mean, maybe like, you know, if I have to conclude, I, I tell a lot of people like, you know, there are, uh, it's it's not just money, right? There are a couple of things like, you know, I say there is mm-hmm. physical health that you need to maintain, like, you know, yes. spend a lot of time, be healthy. Now, there is right. no point in you earning one lakh rupees and physically unfit, you know, you exactly. have a big, big pot tummy and you don't have True. hair on your head. Again, head, hair could be a different thing. It could be a hereditary stuff, but I'm saying in general, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Physical I mean, health the is, is the point. Is health. Yeah. Yeah. Now the second thing is your mental health. Like you know, you are physically fit, but mentally you are not strong. You know, you can't right. you can't go through a tough journey or a tough situation mm-hmm. in life. Right? So mental right. health is important. Then, okay. of course, the financial health is important. Right? You should have certain targets. You should say that you know, I'm going to earn 50 lakhs by end of my 30 or my entry right. 30. I will start at this one. So you should have right. some financial goals, financial health. Mm-hmm. You should know where to invest. Uh, you should really spend time in building your financial education. Right. The fourth one I say is spiritual health. You know, okay. how well you are connected with, with people, emotions, what are you doing for uh, society uh, right. or like, you know, what is the value that you are adding to people, right? You know, it could be like making somebody smile because of your work. That that I call as spirituality and you have to really exercise that. And that's what right. is, is one of the parameters for me uh, when I say success. And the right. last one I say is the social health. Like, you know, how are your connections right. with people? You know, will, like, you know, right. if you really are not there in the world, will actually somebody right. cry for you? Right. Actually, I don't read a book, but I am. I, I have a lot of this fantasy towards titles. So there is a book that's called "Who Will Cry When You Die." Uh, I think oh, it's written okay. by somebody. But the okay. title itself is very uh, this thing, right? Thought provoking. I really right. ask my question: If I die tomorrow, would somebody really right. care? And that tells me my social health. What sort of relations I have with people? Right. Uh, and I have seen this time and again, like you know, when I have left Amazon or when I have changed my teams, people have actually mm-hmm. cried. Like my team members, they came and told me that Praveen you should not leave us okay and that's the culture i've always had uh, okay so i think that's that's the social health i consider so these are the five so things connections say. with people those heart to heart connections you have when you like you know uh, work with them and probably when you're spending time with them that that matters a lot too yeah so tomorrow like you know five years down the line you won't remember what sort of a manager i was technically you would remember right. what sort of a person i was by heart True, uh, true. Did I did I tap your like you know back when you are when you are in problems? Yes. So when you are down, what did I do? So I think that's the behavior, and uh, I think today folk people are focused a lot on success uh, by designations, titles, money. Right. But I think right. if you do not have a mix of these five things that I was saying, right? Uh, right. I think uh, you know it doesn't matter. You might be good in finance, but you don't have the other four. You know, there is no friend right. for you when you are right. down. Right? So money doesn't speak to you. That you need somebody to speak. Right. Like, you know, uh, the same thing like you know 
all these five has to go in tandem now you don't have one the other four will, will absolutely doesn't fall off fall down yeah, so okay. that's that's how it is and that's what i would tell anybody uh, who is either applying to start a job or get into business or in studies or whatever right. that's uh, that's like so many things to for me to digest personally i mean there's so many things for me to learn from that and uh, i hope the people who are listening to this podcast they really take a lot of inspiration a lot of ambition from your uh, life story and uh, oh, i would I say i've just started so in amazon we call it as <laughs> it's always day one so i think it's my day one yes yes yeah. i mean uh, i hope you go to places from here and i mean uh, you're already been and uh, i hope i uh, you know we get to collaborate more and uh, more on other topics in this podcast and uh, because there's so much so many things so many experiences you have this so much you you speak and you know uh, so i don't think in one podcast uh, we could you know cover up so i hope we do more more podcast with more knowledge and uh, thank you so much praveen for doing this and uh, uh, i i'm really i feel fortunate to have met you you know at least with this idea of podcast Uh, otherwise i would have never interacted with you i would have never got an uh, got a chance to probably you know learn so many things so thank you once again for doing this so my and, my uh, pleasure so i think uh, thanks for hosting <laughs> me today uh, it was really wonderful yeah. uh, you know uh, putting up these stories together for people i right. hope it will really make some impact to somebody uh, yeah so yeah i am looking hope... forward to hear more stories from your podcast right right i hope uh, people you know benefit a lot from this and uh, people benefit a lot and they learn a lot from your story and from your life so Hopefully. until then uh, next time then uh, yep thanks for being thank you thanks thanks lot prithvi uh, yeah okay talk to you soon sure sure yeah. okay bye thank you bye bye